This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Zeva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 What's going on? Welcome to the first live ever live. Uh, get paid for your pad podcast episode. So me and Eric decided to switch it up instead of uh, just recording it and uh, publishing it on the on the podcast. Uh, we decided it'd be fun to to actually give people a chance to watch us live. And now we got this uh, we got the studio set up here. We got the nice camera. We got a good microphone. Um, we know what we're doing. So uh, so yeah, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be really fun. Uh, right now, there's so much going on with the coronavirus, of course that uh you know we, when you record something and you publish it a couple of days later everything has already changed right yeah. so we realized that we need we need uh, live information we need live stuff and so that's why we decided to do this and i'm super excited to, uh, my first podcast live guest is uh my buddy tom Sargent over here tom what's up man jasper how are you thanks for having me yeah, I'm excited to talk to you, man. Um, so Tom is uh, one of our students in the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy. He is in Boston. He runs seven short-term rental units, five long-term units. And what we're going to be talking about today is, you know, how how the how this whole crisis is impacting Tom, and also what he's doing to, uh, you know, to survive essentially, right? So Tom, uh, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you taking the time to be on here with us. Yeah, appreciate you having me, man. Uh, it's been Pretty hectic the last few days, huh? Oh man, this is the craziest time in my life. <laughs> I can tell you that. This is nuts, man. Uh, um, you want to give us a little bit of background on how you got started with all of this? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to you and Eric for staying optimistic, keeping us connected. Um, I find the group, I find the community really helpful to just you know bounce questions out, see what people are doing in other parts of the country, the world, etc. Uh, so myself, my name is Tom. I'm from the Boston area. Um, I got involved, I have a degree in hospitality management from before, and then from right out of college, I was working at a long-term property management company um, called Avalon. So they're around the U.S., they're pretty big. So I got my experience and my feet wet with property management through that. Um, after that, though, I wasn't passionate to work in the corporate world for me, so I did some traveling while I was kind of making up my mind on what I wanted to do. And while I was traveling, I was staying in Airbnbs all around the world and just really got appealed and, and, and drawn to that kind of kind of business. And, you know, with my previous experience and then um, my interest in traveling and, and meeting new people and, you know, all that kind of stuff, I really, uh, Airbnb and short-term rentals was kind of, kind of something that was drawn to me. So that's how I kind of jumped into it. I got home uh, about nine months ago is when I started my business. Um, word of mouth, creative marketing material uh, is how I partnered up with my first first uh, first partner. Um, what I'm doing right now in the short-term rental is the co-hosting model. 
where uh, I manage it for a percentage of the income, um, which luckily I did that. Um, I know a lot of people are, are struggling in the arbitrage model right now during this crisis. Um, so I don't have the, the same overhead problems that I know other people do, um, but definitely problems for sure, uh, as you can imagine. And then one of my partners owns a portfolio where we're kind of doing some short term, some long term as well. That's where I have. That's why I have my feet wet and kind of uh, in both both markets. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, you know, the this is why we've been promoting the the co-hosting model, the the management model uh, over in the last year or so, is because it's there's a lot less risk, right? Um, mm -hmm. We have a lot of people in our community right now who are you know who are in, in having some challenges with uh, with the leases, right? Um, and there's, you know, there's solutions and we, we see people being very creative with it and uh, with talking to the landlords and, and making deals and stuff. But we're also seeing people in our communities that, that are, you know, not getting very positive responses to that from their landlords. So, um, so the, the management model is, uh, is, is not as risky. Um, so that's, that's good. Uh, that's good, man, that you're, uh, that at least like, you, you know, you don't have any uh, angry landlords uh, chasing you. Um, yeah, but uh, sure. but yeah, let's <laughs> kind of walk us through walk us through what you've been experiencing in the in the last couple of weeks since you know I think the day that really sort of the you know everything got really really bad was uh, when Trump announced uh, the the cancellations that he wouldn't uh, for, for the Europeans right he wouldn't let Europeans in the country anymore yeah uh, <clears> I think that's that when we started of, seeing the cancellations now that was like the second wave of cancellations for me. Um, our our local governor baker he put a, a state of emergency in in order a few days before that european travel ban was was in place i think boston was one of the first cities in america um that was affected by you know an international meeting that that caused a lot of cases so our state took it serious right off the bat and one of the first ones so we had a state of emergency uh blanket on the whole state which caused oof, i don't know upwards of ten thousand dollars of cancellation within two to three days. And that was just across four or five properties that I've managed. Uh, so I felt it right off the bat. And then um, once the European travel ban came, uh, that was pretty much the rest of April and, and, and definitely the rest of March, most of the April bookings. And then, you know, through the summer as well, once events, we have the Boston Marathon coming up. Um, you know, spring and summertime is pretty popular in here in the East. And uh, yeah, once events just started getting canceled, that was it. Everything, everybody started canceling. So yeah, we've, uh, a few few strategies that we put into place definitely um talking with the community over there the profit group has, has been helping me put some strategy into place but changing the marketing material um gearing it towards two week stays uh slashing prices is the obvious one um restructuring photos restructuring descriptions uh what you're putting in the photo descriptions on top of your airbnb description is has helped get some rebookings. But again, this is at a small, much, much lower rate than what we normally would have expected. Um, so something that I'm really focusing on now, especially in the market um, in Boston is, is advertising directly to medical staff. And some of the ways I'm doing this is creating listings on other platforms, such as there are specific platforms for the medical world. Um, Furnished Finders is one of them. Um, I've been getting some demand but no sign leases through that, that platform as of yet. Uh, Facebook has been good. There's been a lot of group. There are a lot of groups out there, whether it's just travel nurses and the 
the entire country or specific to your region. Uh, I found that there's a lot of communication going on in those groups. So just getting involved and trying to come off as not as somebody who is greedy during this time is, is something that I'm really trying to focus on. I don't want to be the person that says like, oh, in this time, nurses are going to make more money. So I want to get more money from nurses. Mm-hmm. That's not my intention. Um, something that I'm really trying to focus on is helping the the medical community. So for example, in my, I've also created new listings. So for example, in this one building, I'll have four listings for short term, you know, stay up minimum one day. I've duplicated all four of those for minimum 30 days. So I have two listings. I've imported uh, the calendars to each. I've synced to both calendars. So those are accurate. And on the second listing, the longer term, I've specifically are saying, you know, 13 week stay discounts. And for that is because most travel nurses contract when they start is around 13 weeks. Um, I write travel nurse discounts, discounts for medical staff. Um, in the description, I write like, we appreciate you doing what you do. You're on the front line. You're fighting this crisis. Um, yeah, from, from my standpoint, I don't see the, the day-to-day life in a hospital, right? Like, I'm just cooped up in my bedroom now that we can't really leave and <laughs> do much <laughs> around here. So I'm on the front line. I think it's really important to show support for these people because everything's changing so quick that we only really, you can look at a simple mind and just say like, oh, my Airbnb business, my short-term rental business, my property management business is being affected. This is not the only business. This is not the only thing getting affected. This is getting everybody is involved. Um, so I think keeping that in mind has been important and just trying to relate to the customer that you're trying to appeal to is, has been helpful for me. Um, I've had a lot of demand with nurses and just helping them price, you know, I'm not slashing it to a point where I'm going to be losing money, but I want to be able to help them out and also help out the partners, the landlords that I team up with. And they're on board for this, um, which is making it easier for my management side of things as well. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, in these difficult times, we, we kind of, you see that people are kind of coming together um, and, uh, and everyone understands that, you know, this is going to affect everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, I mean, there might, there's, there's some businesses of, of course that are, uh, that, that are kind of getting a lot of new signups right now. I mean, we're using Zoom right now uh, to yep. communicate, right? I mean, you look at uh, the Zoom uh, stock price, it's, it's, you know, it's gone through the roof. But, um, but I think everybody understands that we, we're, we're have to, this is a challenge that we have to solve like together as a community. Um, and this is not the time to try and maximize your profit. This is the time to, you know, make sure that you, you're not losing money. So, you know, you get your, you get your costs back. Um, but at the same time, you also want to, like you said, you want to really focus on, you know, who is in need of accommodation right now? How can I serve their needs the best I can? And how can I do that in a way that works for them, that works for me, and it works for, you know, your, your partners, right? Um, I think that's the way that we get through this whole thing. Um, and I think every, everybody has that mentality, then, uh, you know, we can, uh, we can, we can do great things together. So definitely appreciate, uh, the advice that you're sharing as well about, um, you know, how to get in touch with, uh, with these, uh, with these travel nurses. Um, what are, what are some other, what are some other things that you're doing in order to, you know, to kind of maintain occupancy on your units? Yeah. Um, so first things first, I've reached out to any guest who has not canceled yet. Um, I, wor- I really want to make sure that the next three months, my exposure is accurate. 
Um, I don't want to lose out on any three to six month rentals because of a booking that's going to cancel regardless. So I'm reaching out to everybody in the next probably six months and asking them if they're still planning on coming, seeing what their plans are, offering them to reschedule, hopefully, um, giving them a discount in the future if they're not comfortable rescheduling at this time. So trying to maintain, um, you know, some, some contact with these customers. Right. Um, and then once I'm confident that these, these calendars are, are accurate, you know, with the future bookings, then I'm really, really targeting on the travel nurses and specifically, you know, starting in April. So before that, because with travel nurses, they're, uh, they are really not confident on their contracts until about a week before they start, sometimes even less given the situation. So it's really tough to, you know, market them for a May move in start date because they're not, they don't even know what's going on next week. So right. you need to be able to market them to move in very quickly. And so I've been really slashing prices, but I haven't been slashing prices more than two weeks out. Um, Cause I don't want travelers to book for a week when I could potentially offer that space to a three month rental. Uh, so that's something that I'm, it's kind of nerve wracking to the landlord, you know, seeing so much, uh, vacancy in the future months but it's something that i'm confident that will that will pay off when you keep when you keep a whole two three month vacancy open you i'm confident that we're going to be finding customers that are going to be interested in, in that in that vacancy um but yeah some of the some of the tactics like i mentioned before um updating all the listings updating the titles mentioning the cleanliness of the stay mentioning travel nurses specifically um just really gearing your, your listing towards that clientele. So, so in my case, I'm looking for travel nurses, right? So I'll go on Google, what do travel nurses want? What are they looking for? So for example, blackout shades, a lot of them carry pets. So if you, if you can offer pet friendly accommodation, you got to stand out. Um, luckily right now I've moved recently into my friend's house and his sister lives here and she's a travel nurse as well. So she's been, uh, been able to give me some, some personal tips of what she looks for when, she, when she's working and what her friends and coworkers are looking for. And um, it is a, it's a large industry where you, you, know, you, have every, you, know, you have the range, you have your, your low budget just looking for a shared room all the way up to mm. a married couple with a family. So um, yeah, but it's just be specific on the, on the, on the audience that you're going to target and you will, you will appeal to them. And, and stay yeah. on top of that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how within in the scope of a couple of weeks, we completely have to shift our marketing efforts, right? Um, whereas oh before God, yeah. we're, tar <laughs> we're targeting travelers, we're targeting targeting vacationers, you know, and now suddenly you know that's dried up almost completely. And um, you know, <clears throat> we don't re we don't really want to encourage people to just you know go on a holiday right now. Anyway, you know, we want to really exactly, focus yeah. on. Yeah, we want to focus on, you know, who who needs accommodation right now that that contributes to us solving the bigger problem of of this of this coronavirus right now, and um, yeah, we really have to rethink our strategy, right? Because because there are a lot of people that are looking for a place to stay, right? Even if I look at myself, um, you know, I have a flight in a couple of weeks back to Amsterdam. And, uh, you know, my I spoke to my parents and they're like, hey, you know, you should come stay with us for a couple of weeks. And I'm like, I'm definitely not going to stay with you guys because, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might catch this thing on the plane, yeah. right? And so the last thing I want to do 100%. is pass it on to my, my parents who are like, you know, in their 70s, right? So what am I going to do when I get to Amsterdam? Like, I'm probably going to look on Airbnb and see if I can, if I can quarantine myself for a couple of weeks. 
Um, so there's, there's a lot of people like, like myself. Um, there's, uh, there's students that are getting stranded as well because uh, they can go back to their campuses. I think, I think it was just spring break was, was just, uh, was that like a week ago or something? I've been yeah, seeing reports of yeah. I, I, I've been seeing reports of people saying that uh, they're getting a lot of uh, bookings from uh, from students who went on spring break and now they can't go back to their campus because the university's closed. And you know, especially international students, you know, they're not they don't want to go back to where wherever they they came from because you know nobody wants to travel right now. They'll probably have the same concerns as I have. Like I don't want to pass on this thing to to family so a lot of them are kind of stranded and they're looking for uh looking for a place to stay hi my name is Margot, and i'm the ceo of hostfully we are on a mission to make local travel a lot better and we're starting with digital guidebooks to make that happen using hostfully digital guidebooks which work great on any mobile device on desktop and in print you can share important property information and local recommendations with your guests. You can also save time and create a great guest experience that each traveler will appreciate. Hostfully guidebooks are very fast to make, and we've included some advanced features where you can feature your custom logo, your colors, custom categories, and essentially your brand. Please take a chance to check us out at hostfully.com. Um, so, so yeah, it's uh, it's just crazy how how quickly this all went and. You know what I've what I've seen in our communities is that people like yourself who are you know not panicking and just you know just doing what they need to do in order to adapt, right? Because yeah, the, those who adapt fast, they're they're starting to pick up all these all these new bookings from from people who who need it, right? Uh, but you can't wait too long because uh, because those who are moving first, they're going to pick up the the demand that's out there right now. No, 100%. I think that goes with anything that goes wrong in life, right? Like you have two options. You can sit there and complain about it or you can, you know, turn your energy and focus into how to handle it, how to get through it, how to turn yeah. a negative into a positive. Staying optimistic is definitely a, a, yeah. a an important thing at this time. Um, I wanted to touch something, uh, touch base on something about the, the longer term rentals with my model. So there's some, uh, there's a hurdle that most, some people will probably encounter in, um, you know, you have a management percentage for your, for your, for the co-model uh, um, business, right? And that's based on short-term stays. So from a landlord standpoint, if you have somebody come in for six months, why would the landlord want to pay you 20, 25% of that booking? If I was a landlord, I wouldn't. Um, so I guess you can be transparent from the beginning and reach out to the landlord and explain this to them and see if you can come to agreement beforehand before they become, you know, angry at you for expecting 25% of a six month booking. Um, so what I'm doing is with my partners is I've sitting down, I'm talking to them and said, you know, this is my management fee for what we're doing now. And I understand that in a six month booking, there's, there's less management, right? You, you're not doing the cleaning, you're not, you're not handling cleaners every week or every other day or whatever the situation may be that I'm negotiating with them and doing a, a tier percentage management agreement. So we've actually restructured some of our contracts so I'll keep the same percentage for a zero to 90 day booking. And then from a three month to six month booking, I'll lower my percentage rate on that. And then from six month to nine month, I'll lower it even more. And then if we do get a nine month plus, then it's even lower. Um, in my experience so far, I think this is helping my image as a business uh, with these landlords. They're trusting me even more. Um, they're seeing me out there. They, they know that Nobody could have saw this coming or control it from now on, but they see me being not only proactive about how to get guests back in there, but also transparent with them. 
Um, I'm not trying to screw them. You know, they're, they're, they're the ones with the overhead. They're the ones with the mortgage. And, and if you piss them off, then I don't really have a business. You know what I mean? So that's something that I've, I've, I've also found to be helpful from a business side of things, not, not for the customer side, but for, for definitely from the management side. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that because, you know, I own a, a, a penthouse in Colombia, right, in Cali. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, if anybody wants to uh, stay there, let me know. Uh, I <laughs> maybe maybe right a few now. months. <laughs> Hopefully but in a few the, months. The problem is like they, they close the borders, so you can't actually get into the country. Uh, but also they there's a rule that um, you can't allow – people to stay for less than 14 days or something. It's, it's kind of crazy. I was talking to my management company cause I work with a management company down there and, uh, and, 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 you know, so, so I, I, I wear two hats, right? Like okay. <laughs> I'm a host, but also I'm also, you know, a property owner. So, um, it's perfect though. You yeah. see both sides of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I, so that's why I can relate to you because because uh, I'm reach I'm reaching out to everybody I know uh, even now on this podcast uh, to see if somebody wants to rent my place you know um, and so if I find a, a friend or something who who wants to stay in my place for six months then I'm not gonna pay the full you know management fee to my property of management course. company right because I'm gonna be like hey I found this person myself or even if they find it it's like you don't really have to do anything so uh, yeah. so yeah I, I totally get that. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's it's smart that you're uh, you're being like upfront and transparent um, with your with your landlords and and I think this is this is something that's really important in you know in business or in anything you you do in life when it involves other people. Um, I think the long term strategy is always to always focus on the relationship, right? Always yeah. focus on like bring value to the other person because those relationships over time are are just like the most valuable thing you can have in, in life. Right. Um, so, so I think that's a great, uh, mentality, uh, that you have there. So what, what's been the, what's been the response from, from the landlords? Yeah. Um, the first, their first reaction was go long-term don't look back. Um, but when that situation, I mean, we've spent, he's invested money into the furnishing. We've invested time and effort into creating reputations on these platforms for the short term. And I am expecting the worst, right? I'm, I'm planning on this lasting a long time, at least financially. Um, but I'm, I'm staying optimistic. I'm hoping this will die down real soon. And at this time, we're seeing a lot of players in the short term rental game switch to long term. So that market's saturated. And that's what I'm explaining to these landlords is, listen, to go completely focused on long-term, you're going to have more competition. You're going to get less rent. And what if you sign off for a 12 or an 18-month lease and this does slow down in a month or two? So now you're stuck on a bad, you know, 12-month rent income where, you know, we could be getting more. But again, it's a risk, right? So that's why I'm offering that those tier percentages is let's try to market a little bit to both. Let's look for that three to six-month rental um, that's going to generate more income for the landlord. That's going to generate more income for me because my percentages are higher from a three to six month rental than it is at a 12 month rental. Um, and that's also going to leave us in a good position that if these, if this does slow down, if the, the virus does, you know, come to a halt and everything becomes normal in, in six months time, then we're going to have the inventory to switch right back to short term rental. So that's something that I do think is important as well is kind of keeping both, both options a little open 
and seeing what comes. I mean, if somebody comes and gives us a 12 month offer that is good and covers the cost plus some for the next 12 months, it'd be stupid to say no, but at least we're, you know, keeping part of our portfolio and part of the inventory available in case this does slow down. Yeah, for sure. And, all, you know, I, 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 sorry, what you want to, I was saying there's, there's just a lot of uncertainty and everybody's situation is a little bit different, right? So you just gotta, you really have to figure out what works best for you. But I, I feel like that's a good strategy for me and in, in, in my business right now. Yeah, for sure. And it, it depends on the markets as well, right? Cause we see in some remote markets, uh, we, we actually see people uh, still doing really, really well. Um, <clears throat> I remember reading that uh, there's a lot of demand for places in the Hamptons right now as all the people from New York City are trying to escape uh, to a remote place, right? So, so I think in the sort of the traditional vacation rental markets, um, you know, people might actually be, be doing well, well through, through this uh, crisis. But I think for the urban markets, such as uh, where, where you are in Boston, um, <clears throat> You know, there's a lot of a lot of short-term rental supply is going to come off the market, and it's going to go into long-term rentals, um, which you know, which might be might be a good a good thing for for people that are adapting fast, such as yourself, people who have high standards when it comes to hospitality, because um, <clears throat> when you get through this, you're going to see that there's you know when travel starts coming back, there's not as much as supply, and so you know there's an opportunity. Uh, to to take some market share there, but also I think it might be a good thing because there's so much opposition against short-term rentals in cities, uh, because you know because people are you know they they blame the the rents going up, they blame that on on short-term rentals. Um, you know, there's certain neighborhoods where there's a lot of a lot of Airbnbs and people kind of feel like the you know the vibe in the neighborhood is changing. So actually, having some inventory come off uh, in these in these urban markets. Um, might actually be a good thing for you know the short-term rental industry on, on in the long term, as the people who are offering very high standards of hospitality. They're running their business, um, they're taking the business very serious, <clears throat> and um, and also there might be a little bit less resistance from from the neighborhood people who live in the neighborhoods as well. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm also managing. So I mentioned I have uh, seven Airbnb uh, apartments that I'm managing now. Four of them are in the urban Boston market. Uh, three of them are actually in a destination area, uh, which is very seasonal. It's a very summer destination in um, Newport, Rhode Island. And we've had a few cancellations. It's a big, uh, big wedding destination, bachelorette party kind of situation where uh, obviously most weddings are getting canceled or postponed. So in the immediate future, those are getting canceled. And trying to figure out how to market and, and get some bookings there. Cause it's a totally different uh, market than, than the urban in Boston, of course. Um, mm. Something that I'm noticing is they're trying to shut down hotels. They're really trying to cancel short-term travel in these areas, these remote areas where hospitals aren't up to par as, as a city is. So if there is an outbreak, they're going to be, you know, affected, I think a lot more uh, or possibly affected a lot more. So, trying to respect the local community as well is like, so right now I'm just kind of, I've talking to the, to the landlord and we've agreed to just shut it down for a month or two. Um, we don't make a lot of money during April and in March and April there anyways, but it's going to be a conversation that we'll have to revisit come May, uh, depending on the situation. But um, yeah, I don't want to expose a smaller time community that, that could be really affected by, uh, by an outbreak like that with people coming from larger cities who could be carrying it or, or whatever it may mm. be. So I can't speak on strategies on how to, to 
fill vacancies in, in remote areas. That's just something that I've I've chosen to do is is you know shut that shut it down for a month and and, and revisit it. We're going to be redecorating it, painting it, do some maintenance to it, and hopefully improving it for uh, for the summer rentals. I've also reached out to other uh, to local um, local people in the area asking if anybody has any family that needs housing for for an extended amount of time like reach out and stuff like that um again it's only three units and i haven't had anybody jump on it yet but that is something that um you know i'm, I'm concentrating on as well so um boston where you are was one of the first cities to to get hit by this right do you think uh do you think you guys are a little bit ahead of the curve and so do you think that you know, imp when you guys are, will start seeing improvements uh, before the rest of the country? Uh, I mean, I'm not a medical professional, so it's something that I can't really uh, <laughs> confidently answer for you. Um, we're not affected nearly as bad as, as other larger cities like New York or San Francisco um, or L.A., but we are, uh, I think as of yesterday, we're up to like 700 cases or so. Um, it's been increasing, and we're a smaller city that we're kind of – we're kind of seeing what what we're kind of marrying mirroring what um, cities like New York and LA are doing. So, for example, we do we're shutting down all non-essential businesses tomorrow. Where New York has done that a few days ago. So we're kind of like right behind them. Mm. So I can kind of gauge what we're about to do based on what other larger cities with more cases are already doing. And I've even seen in some areas. You might have seen this as well, where. Um, all short-term rentals are being banned. Hotels are being forced to shut down by the government where unless you're a medical professional. So that's another reason why I'm really sticking to my uh, medical professional strategy here in Boston is that if that, if that does come down here in Boston, which I'm, I'm going to expect the worst is at least I'm protected. If I do have some people with, with a, a job in the medical field that I can continue to rent to them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We've uh, we've seen that happen in a couple of markets uh, where Airbnb is uh, apparently not uh, not even taking new bookings anymore. <clears throat> and in some markets, also people are reporting that um, people under the age of twenty five can't book. Yeah, um, if, it's well. a, if it's the last, yeah, if it's last minute booking, um, one one uh, one one workaround uh, apparently is to uh, to change the listing from entire home to private room. Um, that's Good tip. Uh, apparently, Good tip. apparently that works. <laughs> um, you know, I might have to, uh, I, you're saying uh, is to I, prevent parties, right? Yeah, I think it all that's got kicked off actually a few months ago in, uh, there was a, there was a shooting, I think in Toronto, if yeah. I'm, I could be wrong on this, but, uh, if I recall correctly, there was a shooting in Toronto and, uh, and that led Airbnb to, um, to cancel or not to allow people under the age of 25 to book within 48 hours before check-in. Yep. Um, and so I think, I'm, I'm not sure if that, so I, this is actually not, um, they, they didn't come up with this because of the coronavirus, I think. I think this is caused by, uh, by this uh, incident that happened in uh, Toronto. But uh, it's just one of, the, one of the things that we see that hosts are reporting is that they'll get an inquiry and then you know, either they can't book because they're under 25 or they can't book because you know, Airbnb is deemed a, or short-term rentals is deemed a non-essential business um, by, in certain areas. And so, you know, they're, they're not, Airbnb isn't allowing any bookings at all in those areas. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's, uh, that's really, that's really tricky, right? So I think, I think what you're doing is smart, focusing on the, uh, on the travel nurses. Um, 
we actually, so me and Eric have actually been working nonstop over the weekend um, to pull all the information that we've, we've gathered over the last couple of weeks. And we, uh, we put it in a, uh, in, a, in one document and it's, we added a bunch of resources. One of the resources that we added is actually a list of travel nurse companies and contact details and, uh, and an oh, email nice. swipe copy so that people can directly reach out to these companies and, and let them know like, Hey, I've, I've got a furnished space. Um, and like you said, you know, like let them know like why it's a good fit for a nurse. You have blackout curtains, you provide, um, you know, what I call it, eye masks. Um, you know, you have a fully, yeah. fully equipped kitchen so they can cook and they don't have to, <clears throat> don't have to go to restaurants, stuff like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, yeah, so we're, we're actually releasing that, uh, today. So <clears throat> if you're, if you're watching oh, this now, you're listening, it, yeah. yeah, well, we're going to, well, you, you're going to get it as you're, you're a member of our inner circle. So you're, you're going to get everything that we create. Um, but, uh, for the people out there watching or listening to this, um, um, we're going to send out an email today. Uh, with information how you can get this uh, what we call the Corona Survival Kit, uh, how you can get that, yes. and we also have a special offer for people to uh, to actually join our inner circle. Um, we've <clears throat> really created a, a a pretty pretty amazing offer because we realize right now it's like you know it's not the time to be charging top dollar. Um, so we're uh, we're gonna you know our goal is to help as many people as possible. So we put a pretty, uh, pretty competitive offer in there. So anyway, that's, uh, if you're not on our email list, just sign up at, uh, get paid for your and you'll be able to, uh, to, to get the kit. Um, so let's see what else, what else should we talk about, Tom? What, what do you have any yeah, advice think, uh, for people out there? Another thing I haven't mentioned before. Um, but I think, you know, as you're seeing Airbnb fully refund guests and, and I've, at least I've learned from this experience to, to try not to heavily rely on one platform. Um, it feels like Airbnb kind of has a monopoly over us hosts and has a, a tight grip in a situation like this is kind of have a, you know, it's an uphill battle for us for sure. Mm. Um, so what I've, what I'm trying to focus on now on top of, you know, creating more listings, targeting travel nurses on Airbnb, but also creating uh, other marketing material. So a personal website, um, a Facebook page, something that's, you know, localized where, and you're also dealing with three month rentals where the guests are paying a lot higher fees on Airbnb when they book for a three month rental that they don't want to pay that fee either. Um, so I think it's important to, to create other ways for guests to reach out to you and, and, and book it off the platform where they're avoiding those fees and you're gaining more of a, a more of a business, right? You're, you're creating more of a pipeline on your own end where you're not becoming solely reliant on a, on a, on an Airbnb platform. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent, and uh, I think that's that's gonna be one of the things that comes out of this crisis is is that people are gonna have a, a lot of hosts right now having a, a kind of a bitter bitter feelings towards Airbnb because they it seems like you know they're they're definitely helping out guests, but a lot of hosts feel like they're not really doing much to help us as hosts. Um, <clears throat> a lot of hosts are really upset that uh, that in some markets Airbnb is literally telling their their users to either book a hotel or, or not to book at all. Um, yeah. So I think the one thing that's going to come out of this is uh, just like exactly like you said, like people are going to realize that we, you know, we can't always be relying on the OTAs. And so uh, having people developing their own marketing, like whether it's social media, whether it's like, you know, emailing your pre past guests um, and also having your direct booking website is, uh, is something that people are going to be looking for in the, in the near future. Yeah, hundred percent. And they should be, and it shouldn't have taken in a situation like this to for that to happen. But, uh, 
you know, you gotta take, you know, take the good from it. And, um, yeah, I guess at this time, I, I, another uh, suggestion I always make is just be creative. Uh, try to come up with ideas that people aren't doing. Like, for example, a small thing like offer, uh, offer a full fridge, offer like uh, a full fridge upon arrival, like do the shopping for them. If somebody's really scared and they need an Airbnb, they don't want to go outside the Airbnb at all the second they check in, offer them a package and, you know, mark it up a little bit, make some extra money or revenue on the side and fill the fridge with all their basic needs for two weeks. And, and that's just one tactic of just how to be, uh, how to be creative, how to, you know, stick out in, in, in your specific market. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Absolutely. This is the time to hustle. It's the time to think outside of the box. And, uh, and, and that's, and that's also one thing that we will take away from all of this is that we have to be creative. Um, we have to, you know, like I said, think outside of the box. We have to hustle, um, we really have to push ourselves to, you know, to, to keep our business uh, alive. And I think, you know, in the future, we'll look back on this crisis and we'll, we'll realize that we, you know, we grew stronger through it, right? Because whenever you're pushed to, uh, to really outperform, to really be creative and everything, that's when you're also learning, right? So, so I think we're all going to grow as hosts. We're going to grow as people, uh, as, as, a, as persons, right? So, um, that's a, that's a, that's a positive way to, to look at things. And I think right now that's, that's what we need, right? We need a little bit of positivity because there's, I mean, it's so easy to get depressed right now. I mean, you, you look at any new site, um, you know, I, I scan all the Facebook groups in, in our community to see what people are talking about, um, you know, to see what, what advice people have and, and all of that. And there's, you know, you find some good advice, but you kind of have to, you know, put a, a, a shell around you, a filter for what information am I going to take in and what I'm going to just let bounce off me because there's so much yep. negativity, there's so much <laughs> bitching, complaining, like, you 100%. know, there's people get into arguments, people get taking things really, really personal and emo get emotional with each other, start fighting and all that kind of stuff. So, <clears throat> so yeah, so, <laughs> you know, we have to, we have to really filter and, and not let that negativity come inside of us because then it's going to affect us and that's going to, um, that's going to prevent us from doing what we need to do. We need to step up right now, right? We need to take action. For sure. And, you know, Shit has hit and the fan. And you're, exactly, you're seeing a lot right? of childish, uh, you know, people, like you said, bitching and arguing. Like, you can only control what you can control. And, and you got to keep that, that mindset and, and just, you know, stay optimistic. Good things will come. Um, but for you to argue 100%. with someone else about what they're doing is just, I think, uh, doing more bad and yeah. doing more harm than good and that's not helping anybody so I, I would you know what i'm trying to do what's important to me is be transparent with my guests be transparent with the host be transparent with the landlords i partner with uh be responsible to the community don't put people in jeopardy if you think that your your property is not a good place for someone to quarantine then take it off um find other ways to you know to market it or, or you know maybe just take it off for a month and work on it and just do what's best for for you and your community. I think right now it's it's more important to uh, to get through it together rather than you know make the extra buck. Um, mm. And I think the people that put that in their forefront and their uh, are gonna come out on top. So I'm staying optimistic, but definitely planning for worst case scenarios as well from a from a business standpoint. And I think uh, yeah, like I said, I'm staying optimistic. So I'm I'm feeling. Sure. You know, I'm hopefully, hopefully things will, will clear up pretty soon, but, uh, you know, definitely stay safe and healthy is, is most important. Yeah. 
No, 100%, man. Uh, <clears throat> I'd say we have to be realistic, but uh, we also have to see the, you know, to see the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, see the opportunity, um, and, and keep a positive mindset, right? <clears throat> but that doesn't mean like we have to, you know, we don't have to put a blind eye towards what's, what's actually happening. Right. So, uh, so yeah, man, I think, I think you got the right, uh, you got the right attitude. you got the right mindset. Um, you know, there's no point, uh, wasting energy on anything that's outside of our control. Um, yep. I love the stoic philosophers. I don't know if you heard of them, uh, the, no. um, yeah, there's a great book, uh, written by Ryan holiday, which is called, uh, uh, the, 365 the daily stoic is called the daily stoic, the daily it has, stoic uh, cool i'll look into it yeah it has a stoic message every single day for a year uh, and so it's really i find it really inspirational because you know we need to especially in times like this we need to remind ourselves these these lessons that actually came from the you know the greek and the latin um the roman philosophers right where the, there's a uh, Marcus Aurelius and there's uh, there's a bunch, there's a couple of them and and these guys came up with these knowledge like two thousand years ago and it's it's just it's fascinating how how that stuff is still super super true um, but we just tend to forget it because we're we're so caught up in our lives and everything that happens around us uh, yeah. that we uh, we forget those 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 important lessons right and so that's one of my favorites is you know focused focus purely on what's inside of your control um and uh be have a, have gratitude for anything that comes your way is another one that i that i just really love um because uh, it it encourages us to to seek the the gift in anything right and right now it's it's hard to see those gifts um but i think we we have to we have to be disciplined and uh and and try and look for those 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 that positivity um because that's going to empower us to to, yeah, to like 100%. we talked about grocery. I heard, uh, and... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. No, go for it. I was. I'm just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard a term. I heard a term for the first time yesterday. It's, it's called pronoia, and it's the opposite pro-noia. of paranoia. Oh wow. And it basically, what it means <laughs> is that like you think the world, you think everything is conspiring to actually help you. And uh, ah, I think, like you said, just just keeping awesome. a positive mindset is is a uh, you know it's right. the only thing you can control really. You know, so it's it's important for sure. Awesome, man. Well, in, with that, let's end it with a uh, Tony Robbins uh, quote, which is, uh, life happens for you, not to you. Yeah. That's, that's right. It. Awesome, man. Hey, well, well, I thanks, really thanks appreciate, on, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. I think, uh, uh, I think you, you made some amazing suggestions. It's, uh, it's great to see how you're handling all of that. Uh, I'm sure that's an inspiration to a lot of people. Uh, appreciate you being part of our inner circle as well. Um, it's just really awesome to have uh, so many people that have this similar mindset. I think that's what we all share in our inner circle is uh, it's a similar mindset, right? And that uh, and that's really important right now. So appreciate you coming on, um, and uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow <laughs> on our on our yeah, call. Sounds good. Um, I appreciate the content you guys are putting out and uh, for being there for us at this time, and we'll get it through together. You know. Absolutely. And uh, for the people that are watching, for the people that are listening on the podcast, uh, you know, we're going to be doing these lives every Monday and Thursday at 10 a.m. PST. So you can watch us live in the Airbnb Profit Club. Um, But obviously the podcasts are all going to be published through the regular channels. Um, They're going to be on YouTube as well. So they're on Spotify, so you have lots of ways to consume this information. But I thought it'd be really fun for for everybody to be able to actually see us live and see the the recording on YouTube. 
So instead of just listening to voices, you can actually watch our faces. But, but if you want to listen, if you don't want to see us, you can still, you know, you can just still turn it on and listen to the audio, right? So giving people options, different options to uh, consume all this information. Um, if you want to stay updated on, uh, on what we're doing, because uh, we're doing a lot right now, me and Eric, uh, just make sure you're on our email list. Uh, you can sign up at uh, getpaidforyourpad.com. Join the Airbnb Profit Club. That's where we're streaming these podcasts live. Um, and uh, I'm sure we're doing a lot of other things, uh, but <laughs> we're doing so much I, I can't keep up. We have a whole calendar that we're building out. Um, but, um, but also, uh, yeah, we're coming out with the Corona Survival Kit. It's, uh, it's a big document. It's like 40 pages. It's basically, it has everything that we've learned over the last couple of weeks in there. So go ahead and uh, check out, watch our emails. We're going to send out an email today. And uh, if you are looking for a place, a furnished place to stay in Boston, check out Tom's Facebook page, The Pearl Boston. So he specializes in medical stays right now, furnished medical stay. So with that, uh, thank you, Tom, for for coming on. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for people that are watching right now live in the Airbnb Profit Club. Uh, We'll be back on Thursday with another episode of uh, Get Paid for Your Pad. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.